0: Hello and welcome to this episode of The Coaching Podcast from British Canoeing. Hello and welcome to this episode of The Coaching Podcast with us at British Canoeing. You're joining me, Ricky Snodgrass, and I'm joined by Lee Pooley, the Head of Coaching and Qualifications, and our two coaching developers, Pete Catterall and Sid Sinfield. And Basically, what we've got in today is a bit of a special episode where we're going to be looking back at the year that's just happened, which has been a challenging year. Um, We've had some great podcasts across the year, but what we want to do is kind of look back at some of our coaching highlights, some of the challenges that have happened with the pandemic and kind of lessons learned going forward um, to help us with our coaching practice. And we've got the guys here to kind of reflect on their experience and what they've experienced throughout this year. So without further ado, uh, I'm just going to say a hello to everybody and um, just ask them kind of what's been the main restriction actually. What, what has the restrictions meant for us um, going forward uh, from this year? So we've had um, different restrictions across the whole country kind of where you've you've been in your field of work, what restrictions have you kind of encountered um, from full national lockdowns to kind of what sort of level of coaching have we got back to when we've been able to? Um, Lee, Lee, have you got any?
1: Um, Yeah, hi, Ricky. I think um, just to give you a sort of bit of an overview, uh, as head of coaching, um, we locked up the offices in March and uh, I haven't been back since. Um, so you know it's uh, been a, a a long time working from down in the southwest so you know although there has been some coaching interventions uh, that I've been involved with uh, a lot of it has been all online so you know lockdowns and restrictions have been quite you know quite you know impactful in the types of work that we've been able to do yeah
0: yeah, cool. So, uh, Lee's, like Lee says, he's down in the southwest, so that's kind of been the case across most of England. Um, the other two guys over in Wales, so obviously we've had a bit of variation in uh, restrictions across the uh, home nations, but um, what what's your guys' experience being Sid? Uh,
2: uh, well, in the first lockdown, because um, I, I work across the world-class programme, so uh, we were all con- all confined to barracks, really, so there was no on-the-water training at all. But then we were fortunate that the elite training uh, environments could open up fairly early on. So, so the coaches had to be pretty creative at the start during the fall lockdown back in March, uh, you know, April, May time. But then we were able to get back to on the water. So fortunately, those elite uh, environments have been able to, to access water and some gym work. Um, my role has changed a little bit and I can't necessarily always be with them. Which has been the tricky bit for me is that um, living in Wales and, and trying to support people in um, elite training hubs in, um, you know, in, in down in um, Dorney and um, Nottingham and Lee Valley is pretty tricky when you're based in a house in North Wales. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, uh, so, fortunately, the athletes and the coaches have been able to get access to water in the gym um, yeah. pretty much since about May time, but uh, I've only been able to drop in as the restrictions in Wales have uh, allowed me.
0: Yeah. And uh, Pete, um, is it similar sort of story with uh, talent clubs or have you got out at all or is it same sort of Uh, thing, online sessions?
3: Yeah, it's been pretty similar to Sid really, apart from the differences uh, at the talent end, we didn't have um, access to water in the same way. So um, yeah, back in March, everyone obviously went into full lockdown. We went into full lockdown here in Wales as well. Um, so you know in terms of my role being out on, on bank side water side uh, or on a boat depending on which discipline I'm talking about has uh, been really limited to to real remote support remote development and just trying to find a way through through that and a way forward with that so yeah I think um, you know helping coaches be creative helping coaches uh, keeping their athletes motivated uh, has, has been a massive part of of this last year. Uh, did manage to sneak out a couple of times in between lockdowns, which was great. Um, but then, you know, back it, and that was quite restricted as well, just because of social distancing and, and some of the measures that are in place there. Yeah. So yeah, you know, challenging, but it'd be boring if it wasn't challenging, it?
0: <laughs> yeah, and I think that is the word that we're gonna come up across time and time again, across this podcast and across any reflections we have on the last year is it's been challenging um but with challenge often comes creative outcomes so my first question for you today for you to get your heads around is is what creative can you give me a creative example um to overcome the restriction it can be any restriction that's been part of the pandemic um but a creative example you've seen implemented or witnessed um that you've just gone wow what 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 a good way of overcoming something that nobody expected um and i'm sure we've seen loads but uh, just um if you if you can just give me one so we can rattle through a few questions today um that'd be great sid sid i can see you
2: um, uh some ideas um which is that what really struck me is in that first part of lockdown before we really knew that the racing season was definitely being postponed and we didn't even know yet if the olympics was being postponed was uh, the the athletes uh, coaches that i work with were, were being really creative in keeping their, their their athletes training as hard as they could and two that really stand out for me was uh, paul darby delman facilitated um kind of online ergo workouts together so rather than the athletes being at home on their own just trying to push themselves through a kind of number crunching kind of session they they could actually connect to their to their uh, uh, to their Zoom call or to their Google Hangouts and actually train together. Now in reality, they're just sat in a room on their own, aren't they? On an ergo working hard, but the collectiveness of, of knowing that you're not just suffering on your own, much like when they're out on a training session on the water. And I thought the, the the feedback from the athletes was that it was really they really appreciated that that they could actually feel, although they're in a room training on their own, they they really felt that kind of. Um, kind of collectiveness and, and it gave them a bit of motivation to get on that ergo and, and really train hard so that was that was a really I thought that was really a, a nice nice way of bringing people together to train uh, and then also Gary who's one of our, our other sprint coaches was doing some remote video coaching getting the families to hold the camera and live streaming so he could watch his athletes while they were uh, paddling on on ergos or, and, to, and one of them had a river at the end of a garden and and so that kind of virtual online um, video coaching I thought was a really good way of managing to keep that kind of um, continual engagement, which, which I was really impressed with that. And right in the depths of the first lockdown, that was really cool.
0: Yeah, I think we're gonna have a, a lot of people coming out as experts in video conferencing and video, you know, uh, just, just using video in general uh, by the end of this. So that's great, two examples of video um, intervention there. Pete, have you got um, something for us?
3: Yeah, you know, I'd echo what Sid just said. I've I've sat in on a few ergo sessions as well, and that's been really good. But I guess um, something a little bit different is um, our talent athletes quite young, so they're quite they quite enjoy the the social aspect of their training as well. And our, our coaches, and in particular our, our um, you know our talent team coaches, for sprint and slalom have done some amazing, uh, really creative. Um, Using like TikTok, I think, to, to want to not sound like an old person, not showing not making it sound like I know what TikTok is. But um uh, and just doing some really creative workouts where there, there are actual team challenges involved. They did a relay online, which was amazing. Um, and just that sort of stuff that they would normally do, you know, bankside or on the water, they they've managed to do that online as well. Uh, and created competition within it and teamwork within it. So a lot of that stuff that these, these youngsters would normally have they've managed to keep that going uh, virtually which has been incredible really uh, and then things like um, Aaron Cruikshank did a uh, almost like a slalom school quiz where they'd actually increase their knowledge of slalom and history of slalom as well as like training for slalom so these kids are getting a bit of physiology knowledge they're getting knowledge about the rules um, so stuff that that quite often you wouldn't have time to do in your day-to-day coaching they've, they've managed to use the opportunities to to just enhance knowledge and build teams and all that kind of stuff. So it's, yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people in the first week went, oh, no, we can't do anything, and very quickly changed that mindset to, well, what can we do? And that, that's that been the real the real uh, highlight for me this year, is just seeing that mindset switch from, from all of us. I think we've all had to be a bit like that.
0: Yeah, so uh, we've gone from coaching online um, and using video tools and video conferencing from Sid to, you know, that social aspect again, using video because we've got to. But um, you know, going away from the technical to the social aspect and keeping that community and sense of team um, has been an, another thing that we've seen develop. And again, people have got really good at it as the years gone on, um, from never having done it before. Um, so great, great, Pete um, Lee. Have you got anything for us? Yeah, I think um, I mean, it's really difficult, isn't it? I mean, I
1: think there's some absolutely phenomenal uh, examples across the whole spectrum of paddle sport in the use of online systems to support um, paddlers and coaches in their development. I think it's, um, it, it, you know, you are pushing me to actually pinpoint one specific example. So um, if pushed, I think um, for me, it's uh, the agility and creativity of Nick Cunliffe. Uh, his webinar presentations, podcasts, and YouTube channels that have supported adventure sports coaches. I think they've been really phenomenal. I know a lot of other people have done that, but that one really does spring to mind and was probably one of the first ones to step into that particular fold. I'm also really impressed with a lot of clubs, you know, a lot of clubs doing uh, delivering sort of the quizzes, very much like what Pete said about the social aspects. But also some clubs are also, you know, put in in sessions about coastal navigation training uh and and all other other aspects that people can do online so i think everyone everyone within the paddling community has really stepped up uh and delivered as best they possibly can to support both paddlers and coaches so i think it's a you know a huge celebration really and I, i'd hope that we don't lose some of this uh, creativity uh if, when we move back back into on the water
0: yeah, yeah, it's great. I think we're going to touch upon that in a bit about um, lessons learned and moving forwards and, you know, actually retaining some of the stuff that we've done here. But yeah, great examples again, Lee. Um, so thanks for that. Um, I think that's that's great. Just to, just to I, I'm sure you've got another 50 you could tell me each, um, like Lee said, um, but, you know, time is of the essence and it was just nice to pull out a few of those and, and we can definitely see some themes in there. Um, so the next question, um, I'm going to come to you as coach developers, I suppose, and uh, you as coaches, because you are all coaches as well. But um, it's been, again, I'm going to say it again, it's been a challenging year and um, it's OK as coaches to be vulnerable um, and uh, come across as vulnerable every now and again. And we do struggle with challenges. Anybody in any walk of life will struggle with the challenges, especially in their job role, especially in a year like we've had this year. So I just think it's important that we highlight that we have had these challenges and personal challenges as well. Um, so if you wouldn't mind, and if you've got one to share that you don't mind, um, could you share a challenge that you have really struggled with? And it, it's not something that you've kind of thought of a solution straight away. You might've struggled with it for a period of time and then come up with ideas or, you know, bounced it off somebody else or something like that before you managed to overcome it. Something that you did really struggle with, um, Pete, do you want to go first?
3: Yeah I I don't mind admitting us you know came in came into this role and and we were out on the water side with all the coaches uh, and and building those relationships with the coaches so that we could you know start coaching the coaches developing the coaches however you want to want to phrase it and then when lockdown came um, I must admit I was I was a bit stumped thinking how do we develop coaches who I can't see who I don't actually know that well some of them just because the amount of time we'd had Um, and then how do I how do I develop something that I'm not actually seeing happening when they're not coaching either? So, yeah, just, it was definitely a, a bit of a, um, a smack in the face of what am I going to do for the next, well, we thought three weeks, I think, originally, didn't we? It's a bit longer than that now, apparently. Um, uh, yeah, and just a real turnaround to, to well, we know what we can't do, so what can we do? Uh, and how that's evolved over the the weeks and months that, that have gone on is it turns out there's loads you can do. There's, there's plenty that can be done. It, it's just different, and it's just not – it might not be how you want to do it, but it's how it – this is like the, the other plan A. I don't like plan Bs. They don't sound as good. So we have a plan A to be out on the water side, but this is the other plan A now, which is just as good because it's the only way we can do it. Um, so, yeah, bit a bit of a shift in, in uh, my sort of working philosophies, I guess, of how, how we develop coaches.
0: Cool. Great, great, Pete. Yeah, I think uh, I think it hit everybody – uh, especially like you say, after that first three weeks, we thought our oh, three weeks, we can, we can coast, we can manage. And then once it started getting extended, we started to realize, and that's when things ramped up in terms of, you know, adapting is people went, yeah. this is going to go on for a while. We need to adapt. Um, so yeah, great example. Uh, Lee, have you got anything for us?
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think everyone suffered from, from this in, in a way is uh, the technology. Just remembering to take myself off mute uh, is, is, is one, one thing. And uh, I actually don't think I've learned from that either. Um, but I think the biggest thing for me is, um, is the social interaction. Um, for me, coaching is all about a relationship. Um, so, you know, it's all about, you know, being on the water or being on the bank side, discussing and sharing and, and being able to uh, be able to have those those relationships either with the coach uh, or with the paddlers and athletes. Uh, and this has obviously been reduced dramatically, I think. Um, and although we can give some online support, um, there is a limit. Uh, and, you know, I, th- you know, I think we'd, you know, we've got all these resources that we're saying we're agile and creative, but the reality is there is a limit to what you can do uh, in terms of, of, of that social interaction. And I think also, unless you've got a live stream, Uh, that uh, Sid alluded to is there is a delay a time delay in the the support that you can give those coaches and those paddlers so um yeah I think for me yeah massive massively missing the social social interaction uh working with coaches uh, and paddlers so yeah that's mine.
0: yeah yeah definitely and I think those ways of um Pete saying about clubs and stuff like that trying to come up with new ideas and fresh ideas. And with this lockdown that we're in now, you know, in terms of work, we're, we're trying to do it and trying not to just do another pub quiz on, and things like that. It's it's trying to keep it fresh every every time we do something uh, social, I suppose. And it was kind of tempting then to tell you that you were on mute then, Lee, as well. So uh, <laughs> uh, I, I promise I won't do that. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't have
1: been surprised. I wouldn't
0: have surprised. Yeah. <laughs> um, Sid, have you got anything for us?
2: Yeah, I was, I was, I was gonna. There's two things, really. I was gonna echo uh, what Lee said there about the human contact. I think that's been very uh, has, but also the incidental conversations and the uh, the the value of those those add to your den all day. You know, I was I was just chatting with Lee yesterday. You know about just a coffee cup conversation, which you don't really realise that the, when you're at work normally actually does make the day a lot easier you know and yet booking a, a zoom meeting to have a coffee chat doesn't quite fulfill that right role so i think that that bit's really been notable for me those kind of walking to and from the bank uh and having just uh, incidental chats is the bit i've kind of really missed uh, and then personally um we've had real restrictions on being able to go paddling myself and fundamentally, that's why I am I'm a paddler. So, so uh, the, uh, this this year in the, in the thirty odd years I've been paddling, I've paddled less than any other year in the past. You know, and and that for me, just just is is a big impact on my life. Really, I, I just miss it, and I think that's 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 hard when you're like even now I can't go on the water. We, we just can't go on the water in Wales, and it, and it's just really frustrating, um, to not be out of there and just do what I love doing in my own time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the two restrictions that, you know, I think um, have impacted us all really, because there's, there's not really a good solution. Like you mentioned, the coffee cup conversation is something I've struggled with. And I've, I've spoke about with multiple people and like you said, putting a zoom call in and, and, uh, and, and scheduling, it's not the same. And I've, I've yet to find a, yet to find a solution to that. And we probably won't. Um but, but I
2: my um, solution is my, my wife's become an expert uh, c- uh, c- at... <laughs> Because she gets subjected to these conversations, whether she likes it or not. <laughs> unfortunately, so bless yeah. just play along with asking appropriate questions. But I'm not really too sure she's following what I'm talking about. But there we go. Yeah,
0: yeah in the summer, my neighbours did build a six foot high fence for some reason, which used to be three foot. So it could be something to do with me boring them with technology stuff. So could be that. Anyway, but um, moving moving swiftly on from uh, from challenges and things that we struggle to overcome with. Uh, let's let's. Think about the lessons that we've learned and you know things that we've implemented. Something, can you give me an example of something that you've implemented um, or you've seen somebody implement and you might want to take it on yourself? And when it's all over and done with, when life is back to normal and we're out paddling and we're out coaching, you don't want to forget that thing. Something you probably wouldn't have tried if it weren't for the pandemic, but you know, you never want to forget um let's go Lee first this time
1: um wow what we what what's been learned um I think for me from a holistic point of view and I think that's that's probably better for me is in the position that I am in is I'm really impressed I am absolutely genuinely impressed by the resilience and agility of coaches I really am and you know their ability to look at things creatively um, look at alternative methods that can be utilized for greater engagement um, a lot of coaches that i've spoken to and coach developers saying they've actually engaged with more people over a, over this period of time than they would on a on a one-to-one individual basis um, so i think you know some of the the online mechanisms and interventions um, i don't think we should lose I think there are some phenomenal um, aspects that people have played with um, as a, as almost a coping mechanism, but now they actually probably see the value of it. So what I would probably encourage people to think about is what they have learned from, you know, doing the podcast, doing the online meetings, saving a lot of travel. Um, You know, you can still do the coaching, you know, on the bank, you can still do those, but actually, if you're not there and get someone to video it you could do uh, a video analysis uh, online etc so i think i think what i've learned from the restrictions from a from a holistic point of view is how resilient and, uh, and agile our coaches are and actually when when up against the wall they can become really creative but i would urge that they don't lose that creativity when we get back when we're all allowed back on the water
0: yeah great summer really um uh, yeah that's i think that's been evident across the board from you know uh, your guys role to everybody's role here at british canoeing we've we've seen that um and we hope to continue to see that while ever this goes on um and like we said we just encourage people to to take those lessons learned and take them forward um Pete, are you you ready with an example for us?
3: Uh, Yeah, I mean, echoing totally what Lee just said, that's what I was originally going to talk about was the creativity. So, um, you know, I think that has been phenomenal, actually. Um, But the the other thing I was going to say was about the the collaborations. So I don't know whether it's for the first time, but there's been an enormous amount of collaboration between, you know, so in, in my world, the slalom and the sprint athletes, and, the, you know, the, the club and the paid coach, athlete, um, coaches, and just that collaboration to make it all work the best it can for the athletes has, has just been phenomenal. So I'd really like to make sure we, we keep that, that, you know, we've got the tagline stronger together, haven't we? And I think that's really shown this year with with just how well people have collaborated to do the best thing possible and sharing ideas and coming together in, in online Zoom meetings and, and working on projects together that that's been a real highlight for me. That's something I, I definitely wouldn't want to lose. And um, a big learn for me is just how much I really do value being outside with people. That's um, I knew it, and now it's I really know it. <laughs> that that is something that I really do value and and, um, and and miss a lot. And something you'll appreciate
0: more going forward when we're allowed I'm to sure do it do again. Yeah. I'm sure yeah. you don't miss it till it's yeah. gone. They say, don't they? No. <laughs> no. Um, um and then sid um have you got anything for us
2: yeah well i I think i I was i was going to say the technology thing i think that ability to network easily without all the traveling means we've had this phenomenal networking of of cross sports as well as you know i think i've probably spent more time with more people from more sports in this last year than i would have done in the previous 10 you know and i think we need to retain that because that that shared knowledge has been really really useful that shared experience um, uh, I, I'm on a pra- on a practical note. You'll notice I I have a standing desk now at home, so I'm going to keep that because it actually it's it makes me feel far more refreshed when I'm working than from standing. So that's a practical lesson to learn. Uh, and I'm going to try to retrain the ability to mute somebody when I don't want to listen to them anymore. So <laughs> so, so rather than saying you're on mute, I might say, can you mute yourself? No, I'm joking. So, uh, that, that would be quite a nice <laughs> skill to be <play>, wouldn't it. <laughs>
0: Uh, 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 I don't even know what to say to that Sid I mean I'm just not looking forward to the next time you're in a meeting with me because I talk too much so it'd probably be me you're muting Uh, (laughs) Great so yeah plenty of different examples through to the uh, psychic ability to mute people from Sid there Um, but yeah some great examples and I think um, what comes out of it is just a testament to how well everybody has adapted to um, to the restrictions that we've had, you know, to what we've allowed, been allowed to do in short periods of time as well. Like it has varied from, you know, you can do normal coaching at the beginning of the year to you can do no paddling whatsoever to everything in between. Um, so just being able to adapt as well uh, swiftly has been a great, thing to witness and um a great thing to witness under the circumstances should we say um so last question i suppose with that is um across the whole year could be before the pandemic struck and restrictions happened but what has been your coaching highlight of the year it can be an example of a piece of coaching it can be um Anything you want, anything you want. Um, What has been your coaching highlight? Um, I'll give you a quick uh, 10, 15 seconds to think about that. Um, But, yeah, hopefully um, we should have seen some coaching, at least at the beginning of the year. Um, And hopefully you guys have got something now. So, Pete, I think think you're ready.
3: Yeah, for me, back in um, February... Uh, I was lucky enough to go and work out in Portugal a training camp with our sprint talent guys and the end squads um, and that was phenomenal uh, that was my first real bit of work away with those guys um, and just to watch the way they they work with these young athletes and build these young athletes train and develop them uh, and the good thing about out there is we were we were surrounded by Olympians so from all over the world and just the way that these kids, saw how olympians train and how they eat and sleep and and behave was was just a fantastic opportunity for these these athletes and the the coaches just to be in that a a big hub of of kind of world-class activity which which totally inspired all all of us really we we all came away from that thinking wow this is going to be a brilliant year can't wait to capitalize on it (laughs) no that was a, a fantastic um what was it 10 days away uh, in Portugal, working with those guys. So that's definitely my highlight of, of this last year.
0: Yeah, great, great. Um, hopefully you'll be able to get somewhere this year. <laughs> we'll, we will see. Um,
2: yeah. Sid, you got anything? Yeah, I was kind of thinking about this. It, and you know what? I, I I just actually wanted to... Uh, I mean, I work with a relatively small cohort of coaches, about 17 of them. And I, you know what? I did want to pick out one of them. I've, I've been so impressed by... The way they've all, whatever the challenge has been this year, they've managed to adapt and to help their athletes continue to grow and develop. And I've just seen so many um, um, examples of them staying positive. Because an athlete that loses its racing season, loses their racing season, and and um, for some of them, they was their last chance to compete under twenty three. You know, Olympics, Paralympics postponed. When, when you've been you know really dedicated a whole kind of chunk of your life to preparing for those events and then they're knocked back the, the coaches have just been able to retain a positivity to keep those athletes in a positive space now yeah we've all wobbled I mean, everybody's wobbled but that, that I've just been so impressed by the, by all of them being able to do that I didn't really want to single one out because I think that would be unfair to, <laughs> to, to the others because I haven't yet I haven't seen one that hasn't done it you know they've all been able to to keep that positive focus for their athletes even if they might not be feeling that themselves you know but i've not seen any sign of that they've always been able to to rise to to get the best for their athletes out, out of the situation and, and then obviously the the AXI athletes themselves i i, I don't know I don't, personally don't know how you were uh, get yourself up and get come out of the side of a really hard winter's training ready to do what you love doing which is racing and then be told there's no racing this year at all. And, and there's another year and you've got to go through another hard winter of, of training to get to the racing next year. And, and I think that th- those athletes, I've just been so impressed by, by those as well. So again, I, I didn't want to identify just one because it, yeah. it was uh, it was too impressive, I think.
0: No, that's not, that's great. Thank you very much, Sid. And uh, finally, Lee, have you got an example or a range of examples like the guys have?
1: Yeah, I think uh, I, I'm very much, uh, pardon the pun. I'm very much in the same boat as Sid. Really, it's. Um, it's I, I don't want to right. sing, <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to single out anyone in particular because I've just seen some phenomenal, phenomenal work over the over the last twelve months. I've had very much have the have had the privilege to attend some of the uh, community learning events for the new leadership awards, and the, the the highly professionalism that the trainers have have you know delivered those programs, uh, the, the the providers on the courses, um, some you know some really great sharing of of knowledge and 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 willingness to to, to collaborate and share was has been fantastic, and I think just you know we we have got obviously the evidence within british canoon but we've actually just seen so many coaches engaging in their own personal learning development over this period you know whether it's through the self-analysis tool the digital library podcasts webinars you know the national associations have put on some fantastic uh, webinars over that period and the the people that have engaged in it and willing to share their ideas around coaching has been phenomenal. So, you know, I think that collaboration and sharing of ideas has just been one of the biggest highlights I've got of this year.
0: Yeah, yeah, great stuff, Lee. Um, yeah, just some brilliant examples there from all three of you and brilliant examples to all the questions we've had today. So just to kind of wrap up now is um is it has been a challenging year. It's been a year, an unexpected year and a year of restrictions that you know nobody would have ever anticipated coming into it. But on the back of that, it's been a year of inspirational coaching, adapting, resilience, and a lot more adjectives that we could throw out there. And it's just a massive, massive well done to everybody out there who is on the ground, who is coaching, who is doing what they can for the athletes and for the paddlers throughout the year and um, continuing to do it in this, uh, in in 2021. And all we can do now is keep our fingers crossed and hope that by the summer, we uh, are back out there and back paddling and back out on the water, helping each other develop. Um, So with that, thank you for listening to this episode of this special episode of the coaching podcast. And what we're going to do now is round the podcast up, Um, that have happened over the past year into a series um, and start a new series going forward for 2021 and um, help break the, the things down. And I'm sure we'll have some more exciting podcasts and exciting topics for you all to listen to. So with that, thank you from me and thank you from everybody else. And we'll speak to you soon in the future. Cheers, guys.